Okay, thank you very much and welcome everyone, young people. Today we are with Kanalelo Kotsa, who is the winner of the Youth Capital um, Unlock Jobs uh, Small Shifts competition. She, so there was a competition held by the Youth Capital where there were entries where young people would send some of the small shifts that they want, they'd want to see in terms of addressing issues of unemployment in South Africa. So this brilliant young woman made her contribution and um, it stood out from the rest, hence she is here. So uh, we are just going to be in conversation with her. Firstly, Kanalelo, con congratulations for winning the competition. We are so glad to have you here. And uh, we are so glad to have young people like yourself who are innovative in terms of addressing issues. We don't just sit at the back and complain about having one, two, and three not addressed, but we actually um, be part of the solution and we invest ourselves and our time to addressing these issues and to coming up with solutions that are going to be effective towards addressing these. So she had a really important, a very um, striking contribution in terms of her own way of addressing unemployment. Um, we are going to talk about that as we go, but I'm just going to be asking a few. Can you tell us, because I heard that you are also an activist. Can you tell us um, how did you become an activist? When did it start? Thank you so much, Sikhe and even for the congratulatory messages. Um, okay, I think I started being an activist when I decided that I wanna be an active citizen. I think that's when it all began, because of course, all throughout, you know, you are a young person, you have so many, the world is your, is your oyster, right? Mm. You have so many options, you have so many opportunities, everything is just, every, you feel like you are just on top of the world. Mm. But then of course, as time progresses, you see that things are not as you had actually imagined them to be. Mm. And of course, at that point in time, it's either you become passive and just watch life pass you by, or you do something about it. Mm. And <laughs> I chose to do something about it. Mm. You chose to do something about it. If only most young people or all young people <laughs> could be like that, choose to do something, because it, it, that's all it takes, literally. That's all it takes. It takes a young person who says, okay, I'm going to do something. Let me do something about it. And in that doing something about it, trying to do it for myself, let me be a voice for the entire community, because imagine how many more people are going through this. You know, so um, I know that you saw, you probably saw this uh, um, competition from Youth Capital on Instagram or, 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 or wherever you might have seen it. Can you tell us about your entry? Um, can you tell us about your entry into, for, 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 for the competition, for the Youth Capital competition and some of the ideas that you've, you've, you've proposed. So this brilliant idea that she proposed to us, um, a quote from you, I think it would be highly disadvantageous to provide a generic approach to youth unemployment. Uh, we must be innovative in the way that we address un youth unemployment. And in that same line, in, in your uh, contribution as your small shift in addressing unemployment, you mentioned um, having a resource center where young people can go and actually, um, let me not explain it for you. Let me let you, with the owner of the idea, explain it. So tell us about the resource center. Tell us about job seeking. Um, tell us about your entry 
end the show, for, sorry, for the competition first, and tell us about uh, the resource center and the ideas that you have had. Okay, um, I'll start with what inspired my idea, right? Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm from Kalka initially, right? But then because, yeah, my family is like closely, yeah, we, we, we stay close to each other. So I have family in Kalka, I have family in Tiami, in Harry Smith. So um, I actually got to see the differences in the communities that I found myself in. And my idea was also inspired by, um, by, by, by the local elections that were taking place. And I actually saw how easy it is to just register and vote, but how hard it is to actually seek employment, to actually prepare yourself, prepare your CV, you know, certify your documents and all these many things, which I didn't particularly understand because for one, at home in Kaika, it's I stay in my beginning, right? Mm. So what I mean my beginning, we don't have any resource centers there, we don't have anything. It is just, yeah, mm. it is just my beginning as it is. So now if I want to if I want to submit my CV, I have to go to town, which is city. When I get to city, of course, I get there, I access the internet, and only then, and again, there is not even a police station or any place to certify your documents. You have to take another taxi to mm. a police station. Mm. And once you get to the police station, you once again have to come back to city and only then will you go back home. And that is money most of us don't even have mm. because Kaka mm. is a former homeland and the resources are very limited in, in that place. It is incredibly underdeveloped. And I just thought that um, Kaika and Harry Smith for one can never be compared because mm. Harry Smith is literally a walk away from town. You can literally walk to town. There's a police station there. There is your resource, there is your um, internet cafes. Everything you need is like literally within a walking distance. Mm. So I think that is what particularly inspired my idea that um, we cannot keep saying that we want to address youth unemployment and yet keep developing this generic approach to it, right? And thinking that all people experience the same challenges, we understand, because mm. our challenges are different. Mm. So I think, yeah, that is what inspired my idea and actually mm. thinking that we must make something more tangible, more accessible, even for the young people who mm. need these resources. Mm. Mm. That's a, that was a brilliant idea. Hearing you talk about it, um, you are actually addressing many issues in one. Firstly, the, the, the cost of job seeking, as you had said, you have to, on top of having to find, on top of having to print all of your CVs, um, go to a police station to, to certify your documents, having to travel to a police station is something else, having to travel to, um, submit your CV at a local postal uh, office or, or wherever. It's also a cost, it costly having to now get data because people don't have internet at home, you know. So you are addressing all issues through this one resource center because it's close and it's efficient and it would give you, give young people all of the resources that are going to help them in making job seeking a little bit easier. So tell me about the resource centers. Would it be a setting like maybe it's a, a library? What, when I come, I don't know if you had, you know, imagined it to, had, I, I suppose you have, if you have already imagined it like this, as in when I come in, I'm superstition barely. When I come in, um, what is the first thing I do? Or do I have people there to assist me? What is in the shelves? What, 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 are, what, what are the things that I can find in the shelves 
or in the computers, what, what kind of information am I going to find there? I honestly had a very, very simplified idea. So my idea was to actually go to where they can basically access the internet. It's, it's as simple as that, just basically access the internet and and print their, their, their CVs and print. Probably, I don't know if, if it can be altogether um, free or maybe it can be like your varsities because I know in varsity, when I was back in varsity, we used to pay like 30 cents for, 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 for a page per page to print our things because the, mm. the aim was not to make profit, but to actually give you access to the resources yeah. that you need, right? Yeah. So I think that is the same idea that should apply. The aim should not be profit-based, but it should actually just be there to aid and assist young people in accessing the things that they need and of course um there's also the matter of um you know how to actually seek into jobs because i think that as, as young people we also struggle with that we don't know how to um how to into, into search for jobs we honestly don't know how to and even if we do know how to some of us don't even know how to prepare a cv right because i've seen one too many people have this one generic cv that they use for each and each and every single post yeah, yeah. whether it's relevant or not yeah, they yeah. honestly don't <laughs> me. it's just about my separating my cv and probably accessing you know the job so i think that resource center should also regularly offer such simple workshops you understand mm. such simple workshops because i think in every other um community has a hall i've seen almost every community has a, a small community hall where even your what meetings take place it can be even there you know it's not it doesn't internet and we need somebody to just help they help us and be there that is all there is to it mm. Mm. amazing amazing i love to see young people um actually being this passionate and this forthright and, and, and just um, robust when it comes to addressing issues faced by young people. This idea makes a lot of sense because also, as you're saying, you don't need much. It's an inexpensive idea that is going to be of so much value and so much, uh, 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 you know, is, is going to provide so much assistance to communities. A simple thing like a container. It can have every kind of resource that you would need. And it's going to be a step closer for every young people in that community to getting a job. So that's a remarkable idea that I also love. And I think um, you deserve the most support, all the support you can get in this world and in this country to be able to fulfill this idea. And I think we all should play, make sure that we play a, a, a role in making sure that this is done so i don't know how activating your activism is going to do this and work with you in being able to do this but we will definitely do something and we will talk um my next question <laughs> is <laughs> my next question is youth unemployment is um not an issue that young people usually challenge you know you find that young people, okay, we understand that most of us are unemployed, but we, we don't challenge this issue. We just seem to just accept this defeat and move with the times. Why is that so? Why do you think that is so? I honestly think that what usually happens, you know, with us young people is when we seek employment, I mean, the second you, you've gotten your certificate, 
be it your metric certificate, be it your, your whatever certificate, right? You, you, you have so much hope, right? You feel like I, I can do whatever I want to do. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to improve my, my quality of life. I'm going to improve my family's quality of life. You have such high dreams and such high hopes and ambitions. And then, of course, you start sending out your CVs. You know, you are lively. You are, you, you are very happy. You are very optimistic and hopeful, right? And then, of course, you know, the first week passes. Nobody's phoning you. The second week passes, you're still like, you know what, maybe I was not that target market, let me try again. You know, you still have this energy and that energy can only last so long, right? Because after some time, you start becoming hopeless. You start becoming despondent. You start becoming passive because you just feel like I've tried, I've been mm -hmm. trying, but nothing is coming out of it. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you also don't even know where the problem is. You don't know if you are the problem. You don't know if the market is the problem. Exactly. You don't know if the politics are the problem. Exactly. You don't even know what is the problem. So you don't even know what to tackle, what to face, what to challenge. So it is just a matter of, you know what? I am just, you know what? I, I've tried. I've honestly tried. And there's only so much I can do as a person. I mm. think that is honestly what happens. And it's, it makes sense. It makes sense because you know, constantly being at the face of rejection or simply, literally being ignored is daunting for any hum hu human being. But I think it's going to take a certain level of believing in ourselves and dedication for young people to actually do that. Because um, if the people who are successful now, I, I'm, all of us have gone through rejection at some point. And if the people who are successful and we know it and we love and adore their work, if those people had received letters of rejection and been ignored and accepted that and moved with that and internalized that into thinking, okay, sure, this is me, this is who I am and I can't do anything about it anymore. They, will, they wouldn't be there because everyone I'm sure and I know I'm definitely sure has gone through some sort of rejection to get them to where they are now. So I believe, I, and I think that young people can actually learn because now I'm going completely off topic and turning this conversation into something else, but hey, let's go there. I think now <laughs> <laughs> young people, there's this, there's this thing that's eating us as young people. It's instant, the instant gratification. That is the demon, if you may call it for a lack of better word, that is haunting young people right now because we are living in such a fast moving world and it's moving in such a fast pace, but we also want our lives to move in that pace. And we don't now understand and, 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 and expect that there to be, you know, some sort of hiccups along the way. It doesn't mean we're not going to make it. We let the slightest inconvenience is what's going to discourage us from moving further into, um, you know, fulfilling our dreams and being part of the change in society. So my next question would be, young people are different. Well, I, I have asked, well, I think it has to go with that question that you, you just answered now saying that one can only take so much rejection and we are human enough to just sit down because the next question was going to be, young people are different, but, but the approach to unemployment is the same. What would be your view? And I think you have partly answered, I don't know if you'd want to extend on that, but I think 
you have answered it by saying one could take can only take so much of rejection is there anything that you'd like to add to that i'm sorry i i don't think i heard your question properly i heard your remarks i didn't hear the question properly young people are different but the approach to unemployment is generic what are your thoughts and i think you had answered this um in this previous in the previous question so i was asking if you you would want to extend on that or you're good oh okay um no i think yeah i have answered it right i think um we are different and that um but and yeah but our approach is of course generic because i think most of the time what happens is especially in spaces where such things are being discussed you know about addressing youth unemployment young people are hardly found in such spaces it is mostly older people people who, are, who don't even constitute you know the bracket of the young people anymore who are found sitting around the tables and actually seeking means to address youth unemployment and i don't think they also do justice to the um to the engagement around youth unemployment because mm. I don't think they themselves understand fully understand what we are faced with mm. because they lived in a different era. I'm not being arrogant or anything, but times have changed, mm. right? Um, back then you can easily go to your nearest community and you know town and start submitting your CVs and living your best life. And now it is no longer as simple as that. Now we have to go to the internet. Now we have to even apply for posts that are, that are in Cape Town, even when you don't even know anyone in Cape Town, because that is the post that actually meets what you actually have to offer, right? Um, the world is becoming more integrated. And I think in as much as the approach is generic and we are different, but I also feel like, yeah, like I said, I think it should be more simplified and not as generic as it has been presented out to be. Mm -hmm. And young people should be at the forefront of such conversations. Let us share our experiences. Let us share our stories. Don't tell us what we're going through. Don't theorize our experiences for us. Mm -hmm. So my next question is- You're doing great. Yes, I'm sorry, apologies for that. So my next question is, um, you know, a lot of young people experience some sort of blocks along, along the way when trying to access employment or address unemployment, you know, such as education, transition, you know, along the way. So what are some of the blocks or some of the roadblocks that you have, have experienced along the way when you're trying to seek employment? or trying to address issue of, an issue of unemployment in your community. What are some of those roadblocks that you have uh, experienced? Well, for one, I think the most prominent for me and in my case is the lack of career guidance. And I think that is a serious, serious, serious challenge, which actually falls under the transitions um, in the Youth Capital Action Plan. I believe it, it falls under that. And also, um, you know, education, because I feel like young people are not properly prepared for the world they're going into, mm. first and foremost. I feel like they are not at all. And you'll find that even if it's a young, it's a person you want to address youth unemployment, you can never really address youth unemployment when somebody just tells you that I just want I just want a job. They so they don't even have ambitions of their own anymore. They don't even have goals for themselves anymore. Mm. They don't even want to contribute 
to the development of the country, of their community, of anything. They just want to at least have um, a thousand rand to just survive. And mm. that for me is a great, 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 great challenge because there's so, I don't know, mm. it, is, it, is, it is disheartening in a way. Mm. I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. I literally get it. And you find that many young people are in that position right now. And to an extent where people who have gone to varsity and do have qualifications would even abandon those qualifications because they're like, I want to just live. At this point, I want a job. It's so sad the kind of situation that our country is in that people, young people would have to just be in that state for them to actually want to be in a, in a working environment. And the lack of career guidance, I think, also speaks to the need for resource centers. Because I think in those same resource centers, we can have people who are not only, we're not going to, you, you, you cannot, you, you're not go, only going to provide or assist in terms of having access to Wi-Fi, access to the, the computer, or being able to print, but you, you can also have people who are going to guide you in terms of one, two, three is where we can go, align your skills with a particular job set, or align your qualifications and your passions to a particular uh, sector and environment. So I think your idea is well thought of, and it comes together really nicely because it addresses all issues in a single way. And I'm really proud of it and I'm really happy to, and I can't wait to actually see it, see it come to life. So <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. It's a brilliant idea. It's a brilliant idea. And I don't think it's something that should just be, should just end here at activating youth activism. This idea should be pushed to um, even the president because we, when you know, you know, let me, you know, it, it seems, it seems that even government does not have a, a, a concrete plan to addressing issues of unemployment in South Africa. It's always just a topic they that do. we must address unemployment, but there's never, you know, uh, let's, this, these are the kinds of programs that we're initiating and implementing in society in order to be able to address them. So there's never that kind of thing. And this idea is that kind of thing. And it's going to take young people so far. So uh, I think really there's just a feeling in my heart that this must not end. Anyway, <laughs> um, in what the, the my question is. Yes, yes. I wanted to add on what you were saying, particularly about government, because I think you into last I checked. Okay, not last I checked. Youth Capital has also been running um into trying to understand the impact that government-led programs such as your EPWP have had, particularly on young on young people and their accessing job opportunities. Because in most instances, we find that I can go and maybe get, you know, I can enter into EPWP and maybe fix roads. But of course, that is not even building my skills that I already mm. have and even preparing me for my next job opportunity. It is just an internship, you know, a means to survive just mm. for those 12 months, after mm. which, again, I am back, back where I was. Mm. 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 And that's true. 
And that's true. We, it, it seems the same thing that young people are doing when they're saying, I just need a job to live, is the same thing that some of these programs are doing because mm -hmm. they are just letting young people, okay, so just, just go get a job. Whatever it is, go get a job and earn money. We don't care about your skills. We don't care about your career. We're that, we're, and it's important that we make space for young people in each and every sector. If there's no space for young people, we must make space for young people and make sure that we align young people with their passions and what they want to do and their qualifications. Because taking a person who has a degree in law and putting them as um, a librarian, uh, those, that's what results in a state of dysfunctionality where people are also not motivated to do their jobs. And we, 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 we are not going to reach our full potential. We, we say we want a South Africa, a better South Africa for everyone. But we, if we have a dysfunctional, uh, uh, because we are all organs of the body that are working together in this full body, which is South Africa and trying to make it live. So if we have dysfunctional body parts, it's, it's never going to live. So a government and all other stakeholders should address issues of unemployment with the most passion and dedication. It must not be a box that is ticked out of the agenda, but it must be intentional in addressing those issues. So there is, um, in what way can young people advocate now? to make sure that their voice is heard in decision-making, particularly also when it comes to issues of unemployment, because these are very important issues. In what way do you think young people can make their voices heard? I honestly, right now, I feel like um, media and social media are our best options mm -hmm. because I feel like even when we speak about policies, even, even when we speak about bills, I don't think all of us can literally be heard in such spaces. Yeah. I don't think we could ever be because we are too many. And yeah. I feel like it is also going to narrow it down to just a select few, probably the select few with qualifications, with experience, you understand? And that would be also, <laughs> it is also um, disadvantaging to the rest of us uh, and to young people that are, there won't be included in such programs. Mm. So I personally think that right now, our best bet is social media. I think young people should start making noise because I feel like social media does have power. It does have power to change so many things as we have seen it change so many things. But I feel like we also as young people are not fully capitalizing on the power of social media. Mm. And I think it will also be great if one day perhaps during you know, your, your, your June 16, if young people could all just share video of themselves speaking about the experience as you know, a, young, a young unemployed uh, unemployed person in South Africa, that we are celebrating Youth Day, we are the youth, but where are we going, mm. right? What is happening? Are we really going to continuously celebrate um, our being, um, what, what is called? What, I forgot this English word, marginalized. Are we going to continue? Are we going to continuously celebrate our being marginalized in spaces of employment in every sector? Because in almost every sector, they want perhaps five years experience. These are the job posts that are available now. Yeah. They want yeah. five years experience. They want a master's. They want so many things. 
so many things that we even don't even have the resources to fund. I mean, mm. I want to, if I, if I had the resources, best believe I'd be pursuing my postgrad, but I don't have the resources. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. And then what is to become of me? Mm. And as far as it's becoming more and more and more narrow, it is actually even limiting people accessing education. Yeah. But each and every single time, young people are being celebrated. What are we celebrating? Mm. What are we celebrating? I think it is time young people just stood up and just shared their stories, just spoke about their experiences, just outright, you know what, said, this is me and this is what I'm going through. And everything that we are, you guys are celebrating is just a fallacy because I am here and I have never even benefited from the programs or the uh, or the yeah the programs that you as government or as sectors have initiated. Because I even know that in internships now, at this point in time, say right now, learnerships actually, there are learnerships that don't, that don't want you to have been in, in a learnership before so that they can consider you. Imagine. Which is a growth. It, it doesn't make sense to me. It mm. doesn't make sense because it's my best chance of seeking, of getting the skills I need to grow and develop is accessing learnerships and even learnerships themselves are being narrowed down to just a select few. I mean, what is my hope? Mm. Mm. where does my hope lie there's a lot of things to you know look at when trying to address issues of unemployment in south africa and the deeper you go the more you realize how serious this issue is and how much it needs immediate attention before we go to the cutters as as a country and i think with young people like yourselves like yourself it is it's giving hope to the society and other young people that indeed we do have amongst us people who can bring change. And you spoke about using social media as a tool to have the voices of young people heard. I think that is very important. Also, as you are at home, young person out there who's listening, never limit yourself and say, as long as you have access to data, if you do have access to data, there are so many programs that you can be involved in and so many organizations that you can be involved in. It's other issues of policy or just engagement uh, in trying to scale yourself, make connections, and also be part of the bigger process in contributing to the change in your society. So be involved in as many, if you have access to those things, if you have access to data to be able to check on opportunities online, the South African Institute of International Affairs, it's one of the uh, organizations that uh, pays attention to youth in South Africa, and it's helped many young people in gaining skills. Those kinds of organizations, UNICEF, those kinds of organizations go, listen, and be part of the change in your society. And I think with your idea, Gananelo, uh, um, this idea can be something that's very brilliant. It can go far. It can go to places where we could have not even thought it, it, it can go. This starts from simply, and you, you, you're making a good reference when you're saying the, um, what the current local elections uh, what's inspired you to see actually that we this issue of unemployment can be addressed. I think these councillors who have just come in our in our communities who have just been elected must start getting to work now. 
So what you can do as a young person and the owner of this kind of uh, uh, idea, you can start by mobilizing a group of young people who are going to, who are passionate around the country. Who, you can organize those young people, have young people around the country who are going to implement this idea. Have those young people go to their local ward, ward councillors and ask to use those venues that are abandoned on, or those halls, those community halls that are supposed to be serving the community and ask to use those halls that are supposed to be serving the communities and ask for resources such as printers and paper and, and computers from those councillors so that they may be of service to the community because what we need is a betterment of the community. And my question is, my final question, this leaves me, if you do you have something mm -hmm. to say to that. <laughs> if I have something to say to young people. <clears throat> oh, okay. I think I think the one thing that, you know, as also a job seeker, I came to actually realize is the fact that along the way it feels it, it is a very lonely journey. Seeking employment is a very, very lonely journey, especially as you experience the many rejections that you're experiencing. And it becomes discouraging, particularly say like me, I have my friends, my friends are working, you know, and here I am. So it feels like, you know, I am the one who is singled out. And I just want to say that, you know what, you are not singled out. You are not a special case. We are many. We are many. We have over 9 million young people in the country right now that are not in employment, um, educational training. It is not just you. You are not alone. And um, you can also make the change, you know, you can also instigate the change in your community, in your, in, in, in South Africa, you know, I mean, honestly, you have the energy, you have the passion, you have the ideas, we know you do, and honestly, it is just about you taking that first step and believing in yourself just as much as I believe most people believe in you, and yeah, just be your best self, and never mm -hmm. feel like you are singled out in your job seeking journey, because you really are not. Thank you very much, Kanadero. Thank you very much. It has been such a fruitful engagement and I'm just blown away by the innovativeness of you and your, and your passion to addressing issues of unemployment and issues faced by young people in the country. I believe that this idea is going to go really far. And if you also dedicate yourself to making sure that it's before, it's going to definitely reach the valleys and mountains of South Africa, every, each and every one of them. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you very much for being part of our activating youth activism. Thank you for motivating young people across the world to be the change that they need to be in the communities. Because yeah, activating youth activism is an international podcast now. Um, I, I'm really proud to say this again, that's our, I, I'm just trying to say thank you to our listeners. Thank you very much. The number one, the majority of our viewers are from the United States, followed by the United Kingdom, followed by South Africa, followed by Germany. So we are really just blown away by the support that we are receiving from the international community. And we love you guys for believing in South Africa for believing in the voices of young people who are from South Africa as part of the change. And we hope that more engagement is going to come out of this. And that you, wherever you are, 
are going to be changed in your communities. Thank you very much. And thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so we meet next time, young people. So we meet next time.